0: Welcome to the Butterfly Broadcast, sharing stories of transformation after pregnancy and infant loss. I'm your host, Bailey
1: DeMars. Speaking of transformations, this podcast is brought to you by perhaps the most transformative product that exists for your skin: Promyosin, an acne treatment that actually works and fast. My cute husband has had acne since he was a teenager, and this summer, he used Promiocin, and for the first time ever, his black was clear. I'm not kidding. I saw a difference after one use, and five days later, the acne was gone. Promiocin comes from the Cara Poloni skincare line, and I love and use all of her products, including Micro Needle Powder Cleanser, Nano Silver Spray, Healing Facial Serum, Hydrating Kiss Mist Spray, and their lip balm. My favorite part is that every ingredient is natural and supplied by the wholesaler Bulk Naturals. So get your skin transformation started at carapaloni.com or simply just Google Promyosin. Hello, Sierra. Welcome to the Butterfly Broadcast. Hi,
0: thank you. I am so grateful you're willing to come and share your experience with us. And I'd love for your listeners to get to know you a little bit better. So, share a couple interesting things about yourself. Okay.
2: Well, my name is Sierra Olson. I currently live in Spanishburg, Utah, but I'm originally from Colorado. Um, I moved out to Utah probably about Eight years ago, first I was here for um, a service mission through my church and then came back shortly after and met my husband and I've kind of been here since. So, you are slowly becoming part of my home.
0: Love it. Can I get away?
2: Like a lot of yep. <laughs> That's right. The
0: mountains are too much to pass up on. I was just going to say, especially in Spanish port, they're yeah. really good. And so, tell me about the family that you have. Yeah, so
2: I am blessed with two little girls. I have a five year old Lily and a three year old Sophie. Um, Lily starts kindergarten this fall and Sophie starts preschool, and it just kind of flies by there. I had two in total. I had one right before Lily. It was just at the four week mark. I found out I was pregnant, and then two days later, um, just started bleeding and realized that I had no longer had that pregnancy. Um, and then I, um, I guess it's getting close to two years now, had a miscarriage 18 weeks. Um, and then another one um, within a year I think, Um The first one was a little boy, and the second was a little girl. Um, with all the testing and all the things done, um, there was no like rhyme or reason as far as they could tell as to why um, that happened. Um, and it, I personally like my body didn't give me any indication or anything to let me know that I had lost the um, lost either pregnancy. It wasn't until I went in for my normal OB checkup and I was just told there was no longer a heartbeat. And so. Um, I think with both experiences, um, I felt betrayed by my body a little bit because I'm like, you couldn't give me any sort of warning as to going in there and saying like, hey, something's not going to be right or something's just not working right. Um, And to just go and be told that there's just no heartbeat and we didn't make it, especially so far along, um, it was devastating and it was really, really difficult. Um, There were just small moments of confirmation um, throughout my healing process. Of tears and therapy and things like that that just let me know that everything going to be okay. Um, and so I am luckily right now sixteen weeks. Um, I can hopefully find out the gender in the next week or so. But I'm feeling really hopeful. My OB has been fantastic and has been checking it on me every two weeks and we ran all the extra labs and hormone levels to make sure everything's where it should be. But it's um, given me a small inkling of hope that. Um, we're in the right direction of adding more to our family yes. yeah it's hard to
0: not feel traumatized and you know feel that pregnancy after loss anxiety
2: yes very much so I feel everyone's always like how are you doing how <laughs> like how are you managing and so especially um this is actually the longest I think I'm going on week three I'm like okay I've gone every two weeks since I was about seven or eight weeks along um and i got an ultrasound each time and just saw the baby growing every time and a strong heartbeat and i'm like okay i i'm just gonna be happy if it's a healthy baby at the end like if i just get to hold my baby in the end um with the first loss because i was further along um right, they had to like induce the labor and then they put me under and did like a dne um but my milk still ended up coming in and things like that and so it was like all those side effects of giving birth to a baby but not actually having my baby was so hard and at this point I'm like I'll just be happy if I have a baby to hold and to love and to feed at the end of this despite you know gender or everything else I just will be happy to have a healthy baby it definitely
0: helps to put things in perspective um, about like what really matters (laughs) oh yeah absolutely so wow that's really hard that you know you didn't even get to meet that 18 week old baby because you had surgery. Luckily, you know you were able to find out the gender um how did How did your husband cope with that?
2: I think for a long time he was just really worried about me. Um, i honestly I had gone to my appointments on my own. Um, Just because I'm like, oh, it's just a just a checkup. It's not a good whatever. And then um, to come home, I have to tell him of the loss. I think at first he was just really concerned about me, but then I think he was just wary of having more children or trying to have more children because of just how traumatic the experience was in general, and just being super grateful that we have our girls to lean on. You know, a lot of people don't get to experience having kids at home when going through losses like that. And so it was a tender mercy we could find in our lives at that time. But he's definitely been strong for me and has had his moments of um, going through grief and everything like that. But he's he's definitely been the rock for me in all of it.
0: Good. Yeah. It's amazing how these experiences can bring you closer. Do you feel like... When it happened, especially the first time, did you know where to turn? Like, did you
2: have a resource or somebody to help you through it? Um, I had a couple of people, so until it happened, I didn't know about the people in my life who had had a miscarriage or something. It's kind of funny the people who kind of I wouldn't say funny, but it's incredible to me the people who kind of come out the woodwork and say, like, I've been where you are I have felt what you're feeling and I'm so sorry my mom actually experienced a miscarriage Mm -hmm. that I kind of remember as a child but I don't feel like I understood the impact Mm -hmm. and so she was a great resource to me my best friend also experienced a miscarriage and was a good support and just listened to me and be on the phone with me as I cried and things like that. Um, One of the things I appreciated too was when I was in the hospital for the first one, they had given me this care package and just um, just had little mementos of this is the size your baby was. And um, on that had a little slip of just a support group on Facebook that they had that I could join. And have other women who are going through the same experience. And so that I felt like I had a lot of resources that I didn't necessarily realize was so prominent to rely on in that time of need.
0: That's awesome that your household did that for you.
2: Do you remember what the name
0: of that Facebook group was called?
2: Um, I think it was Child and Infant Awareness child infant loss awareness or something like that I, i'll have to get the exact but oh, that's um, okay but i just think that's so cool that they did that yeah and they have a a remembrance walk that they do every year i think it's through intermountain hospital um mm-hmm. so you can have like your baby's names written down if you've given them a name and just they do like a 5k walk or whatever to be able to just have a moment to remember those those children that have been lost it's so important that we. You know, remember
0: them and make space for them. Um, since you know the
2: genders, did you name your children? I did. I haven't really shared with anybody what those names are. Um, but I, I kind of laugh because I'm like, I feel like I chose names that maybe my husband and I would have agreed on if we ended up having the baby here. Um, but they were special, just different family names um, of people who've actually already just when we were younger that we just felt a real connection too so i love that it's
0: like keeping it really sacred and close to your heart Yeah. yeah that's awesome so after experiencing you know this several times what do you think has been your biggest takeaway from the experience
2: um i would say that my biggest takeaway is realizing how strong women are um and i know that that term can kind of be said loosely in a lot of ways like oh you're such a strong woman but this whole experience it hit me mentally emotionally physically just in every capacity possible and to see Myself coming on the other side of it and just saying, like, I went through that and it was so hard in every way possible. But knowing that it's something that I've overcome is incredible. And to know that there's women every day who are going through this and feel so alone and feel so isolated from the world, but to know that there is such a strong community and um, just to be uplifted by that. I feel like I've just. Like I can do anything now, like i I am a strong woman, and I understand and realize how hard it is to carry children and give birth to children and things like that, but to experience that loss and have that connection kind of be severed before you've been able to meet your baby, that just it takes a whole different level of strength,
0: yeah, yeah, as you said that, it just resonated with me so strong because you know. Like, I think that was giving birth and, you know, bearing children is something given to women, I think, on purpose because we have that certain strength and compassion. And you're right, like, until you go through it, you don't realize how strong the women around you are. (laughs) And, like, it helps open your eyes to, you know, what others go through and why they are the way they are now. And a lot of times that's stronger. And what's something that you share? Like if, if someone were to come up to you and say, I just had a miscarriage, like what would be some advice that you would give them?
2: Um, the first thing I've had a, a few friends reach out and say like, Hey, I'm going through a miscarriage. What, what should I do? What's my best everything? And the first thing I always say is I am so sorry. I hear you, I feel you, and I see you. um. Because I think sometimes you just need to be seen and you just need to be heard. um. Whether they want that to be a public knowledge, whether they're sharing this um, avenue of grief with other people or it's super secretive and close to them, um, I think that they just need to be seen and heard. Um. The second thing I would say is it doesn't matter at what point you were at. If you just found out you were pregnant and lost the baby a couple days later, that's okay. If you were in that second and third trimester where you're um, way for what they think the safe point is or delivering a stillbirth or whatever the case may be, your loss is not insignificant. You are able to feel and grieve and go through all the emotions that you want to feel because your experience isn't less than anybody else's. Um I would say the number one resource to me is like finding things that made me feel like me again. Um I really got into running after my first loss and then I found that amazing gym that I love to go to. It has a great community. Um, and just getting myself physically and mentally more sound helped me a lot. But I always encourage them to find something that's going to make them feel like themselves when Everything else in the world doesn't feel right or doesn't make sense. That's
0: really good advice because it changes you and help like, you kind of lose your identity. You feel, like you said earlier, you feel like your body had betrayed you. And it's like, if you can't trust your own body, like, what is the right. meaning of anything? And so I think that's really awesome that you, like, channel your energy into something for you. and. And like you said, acknowledging that it doesn't matter the gestation, uh, a loss is a loss. Right. And, like I'm sure there, each one of your three losses felt different, but it'd probably be hard for you to compare which one was the hardest because, you know, like that five week loss, that was your first loss. Like you probably didn't think that was possible and devastated you. And then you know the 18 week one you were getting you you'd seen the baby so many times you know there's just different things that it might not be different but you
2: still can't measure right absolutely and you're you're in a different stage of life i can't say that even with with or without the losses i'm not the same person i was a year ago you know so much in life changes or hits you differently and so my 5 week loss to my 18 week loss like i'm in a whole different state of mind and livelihood and so finding good, healthy ways to figure out who you are and find your identity is just always the best avenue. I love that. Thank you. That's really insightful. Um, so
0: is there anything else that you want to share about your experience that the others need to know or, you know, you wish you would have known?
2: Even after you grieve, you feel like you're doing good. You feel like you've got your life on a good track again. You're gonna feel that loss forever. Um, my due dates come around, and I start thinking about it again, or the time of year comes around where I found out about that loss, and it hits you again. I think that it's okay if you don't feel like you've 100% moved on because you probably never will. That's it's something that is a part of you now. It's a deep infestation of of the identity in, in which you are as a person. And so just being okay with those small reminders or things that come up, feel those feelings. That's always my biggest thing is you feel those emotions, you feel those feelings, don't bury them down, or think you're any less than you feel the feelings. And then the next day you get up and you try again. And so I think that that would just be my biggest thing um, or my biggest advice is just to feel what you're feeling. Don't dwell on it. Don't let it become who you are, but then get ready to try again. I would say that instead of feeling your feelings and getting dwelt into that into that moment, to wake up the next day and be ready to move forward. Um, you had your moment to feel those feelings, to be sad, angry, grieve, whatever the case may be. Um, but the next day is your chance to take charge and to take a new perspective of life and to be grateful for the things that you do have um, and find those small tender mercies every day. I think that's really good to normalize
0: those feelings. But then, you know, don't give yourself excuses to be depressed and, and you know, stay in a spot where you're not growing. So I love that. Um, if somebody wanted to reach out to you because they've had a similar experience or have a question, is there a good way for them to contact you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I am happy to answer questions or anything like that. Um, They can reach out on my Instagram. Uh, It's just my name, Sierra Olson, C-I-E-R-R-A-O-L-S-E-N. And I'd be happy to talk to anybody who feels like they need somebody to reach out to. Perfect.
0: Sometimes it's nice to have, you know, it's a third party unrelated person to talk to um, when you're going through something like this. And I just really appreciate you sharing your experience. I'm really sorry you had to experience that times three. And I'm overjoyed for you that you have another pregnancy. And I will be hoping and thinking the best for you. And that sweet little baby. So, I'll have to keep updated with you. And I will put your information in the description. Um, but again, Sierra, thank you so much for your willingness to be open about something so tender and close to your heart.
2: Thank you so much for having me and for giving people an outlet to listen and be able to feel those feelings and to breathe and move on in the best way they can. It is great that you're doing this. I appreciate that.
0: Well, Sarah, thanks again, and we will talk soon, okay? All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.